It's Wednesday, August 18th, here back in the studio in St. Louis, Missouri. We watched Titans Season 3 premiere on HBO Max and Episode 2 of What If. I'm Logan, that's PC Mike, that's The Giggler, this is Mostly Superheroes. Hello and welcome to Most of Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I actually got through it this time here in the studio. No interruptions from the giggler. Give it up. New nickname, the interrupter. <laughs> the interrupter. He cut you off when you don't want him to. How you doing, Andy? I am uh well, I'm I've been better, but hanging in there. Yeah, you've All's had well. it you've had a day. Yes. Supposed to be going to Mexico tomorrow. COVID has other plans. Not for, not me, but... Right, no. You know. Just in general, COVID uh, has affected your trip. Yes. I Which think is, pe- people are familiar with that yes. concept. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's okay. I mean, people are, are, are getting better. That's all that matters. And you have a lesson that you should always buy travel, trip in, insurance. travel insurance. Yes, exactly. It worked. Southwest Airlines makes it easy. You can cancel at any time. Always, always a big Southwest guy. I don't know about you guys. I'm a South... I mean, it's the easiest. It's the cheapest, especially for us. That's PC Mike. If you don't know, PC Mike, you use a Southwest. You're a Southwest guy. Yeah, usually. Are um, you a Southwest? Are you one of these Southwest credit card people? No, I have a. I mean, you I, are Andy. Yes. So I, you're doing the companion pass? Uh, not yet. I'm I'm almost there. I think I I think once I have a good year of like work travel actually happening and I accompany it with there you go personal travel, uh-huh. I can get up there. But you use it, Mike. Yeah, but I'm a Chase guy. But I can transfer my Chase points to Southwest. Ooh, fancy! You need to follow the the points. You guys follow the points guy? No, that's like a famous uh, like a, I think he's like an online dude, social media. The points guy. That's like his whole thing is like how to where to get the most points, how to tr- uh, convert certain points to yeah. other points. Does he like bounce around cards or stick with the same ones? I don't really know. I don't even really follow him. I just know him just from him being famous. Because like I've had this chase one for a long time, and mm-hmm. I just I, mean, I use the points for travel. I don't really use them for anything else, but I'll just convert them. Or if there's a good deal on Delta or something, I'll use that. But do I need to keep changing cards to get the deals? But I don't want to open different cards. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know what? Uh, I wonder how... I bet travel insurance companies have been really going through some struggles with the pandemic. Like how many people are trying to be like, uh, I just can't. They're like, well, we're not going to quite cover that. <laughs> you probably got pretty lucky. I guess. I don't know. This is the first time I ever had to do this. So it's all well, good, though. Well, I'll, Just delayed. We'll go. We'll, we're already planning planning something for November. Either way, though, I'm glad that you're here. You made it back here in the studio, and a good time for you to forget about the bad things that happened to you today and talk about some nerdy fun stuff. How about that? Okay. All right, let's open up with the fans. Fan mail. Fan mails where we feature fans first every week on this show. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We're all over the internet, and you guys just keep showing up. YouTube, Facebook, wherever you listen to podcasts. And, of course, you can call that studio phone at 754-CALL-LOG. That's 754-225-5564. This week, we got a couple people to feature from the Facebook group, the Mostly Superhero Squad. This one actually comes at us from my lady, Miss Carrie. She posted a article from IGN. We had talked about the Suicide Squad in our last episode. 
man, how much fun was that? Oh, it was a blast. Oh, my gosh. What a movie. I looked it up the other day. Yeah. It's 65 percentage points higher than the last one. It's what? a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes, and the other one was a 26. Oh, then the original the Suicide. Original. Hey, who directed the original? Do you guys know? I know that they everybody, everybody wants the Suicide Squad to be released. By, the release, the Ayer cut is the thing, and David Ayer spoke out and said, like, listen, I'm not going to be doing this Zack Snyder stuff. I don't want to release a cut. But I was like, who actually directed the first one? Right when PC Mike told me, I didn't bring my PC today in the very first segment. I'm like, hey, uh, can you look this up? It says David Ayer on. Because there's a, people are like, release the Ayer cut. That's they, like the big uh, hashtag. Do they like trim it down or something so much for him? Or Maybe maybe it was just like one of those HBO and DC got in there and this chopped is, it up. Walter Hamada yeah. and those this, folks. Yeah, maybe. It's, I am DB even says David Ayer. Either way, really not surprised to hear that the new The Suicide Squad by James Gunn is doing that much better in terms of ratings. And in the Mostly Superhero Squad, Carrie posted this article from IGN, a photo actually, featuring David Destmalchian. I think that's right. Destmalchian. We struggled with that name last time. He's the polka dot man, and he actually has this picture of his cat that apparently a group sent him a polka dot man costume. Four cats. Wow. I love that. So it's like on a cat, it's the poke. Like, yeah, there's so much detail in it. Um, my first question, especially as a cat owner, as Andy has known and found out via sneezes when he's here, <laughs> um, I want this thing. It's cute. I'll I give it that. I'll give it that. I don't think it's like available for purchase. Though. We have a cat as well, and I don't see how that cat keeps that head thing on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, when he put that's why he's holding it because as soon as yeah. he puts it down, it's probably like pushing it off. Yeah. Uh, but super cute. Carrie, thanks for getting involved in the in the squad. And we have one more from the squad. This guy, we all know him, our boy Scotty. Recent. That's how recent we are here. Yes. This, this was three hours. I saw this online today. Three yeah. hours ago from today. Oh, it's Wednesday. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful posters from Entertainment Weekly. Scott shared this. Meet the Eternals, the movie, the MCU flick coming out here in November. It uh, looks like Entertainment Weekly did some featurettes. Um, covers of pretty much all the Eternals. And like I'm looking at this photo, I'm like, did did they release all these? And like they're all in the same circulation, or is it each week? I have no idea. But you can see all of them online, EW.com, and Scotty shared this. You can actually go see that in the Mostly Superheroes squad on Facebook, private, free, exclusive. You get in there, you'll get to share your ideas, your articles, comment on stuff, get involved with what you're watching, and share some nice posters. Have you guys been uh, still pretty getting pretty jazzed about the Eternals? Big time. What would I'm, you, what I'm would scared. You, what do you mean? A delay. Yeah, I am too. Obviously. And we're yeah. going to talk about some uh, some delays in the news. We'll talk about it. What, what would you say, Andy, you're more excited for? The Eternals or Shang-Chi? Eternals. What about the Eternals or Spider-Man No Way Home? Def Spider-Man. Yeah, that's sorry, Shang Chi, but it's just that's okay. I, it's going to be a great movie. I love the reviews that we've seen already from it. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about some of it. I saw there's like a bunch. The, the premiere was this week. Yeah. Um, and, and Mike, I feel like you're just probably the Eternals is one of those where it's like you just got to show us what you got because we don't know. Anything. I have no clue. Yeah, that's. I what, think it starts everything. It. I think it's going to be one of those like we've talked about it. Oh, did you remember back to Iron Man two when they said this? Well. The Eternals or something say why they said that. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs, I think, tied back. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man is very interesting to me. It's very wild. They haven't released a trailer yet. Mm-hmm. And Still. That keeps me guessing. But I think Spider-Man's the king. I think Spider-Man's going to like blow our minds. carry phase four in a way. 
Yeah. Kind of how Cap and Iron Man carried those first couple phases. I think Spider-Man's going to do the same. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot of these new titles because we've seen some new TV shows this year. Loki, The Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision. And now we have What If, which we'll talk about episode two today. Uh, that is what I think has been missing so far is that these the characters, boy. we all know. Well, we all, we know all these characters, mm-hmm. but none of them are the lead. Well, they will be now. You know, you got Sam Wilson as Captain America. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But, like, we haven't had the, uh, like, you know, the big three, like Iron Man, mm-hmm. Thor, a little bit of Captain America, but he's the Falcon in the TV show. I think we're still waiting on, like, who are going to be our top-notch Avengers? And I think once we start getting a picture of that, that's going to be maybe some of that excitement that we've been looking for in these shows. Doctor Strange. Oh, my gosh. Multiverse. That's not that far away either. Like, what is that? That's March. Um, I don't. I'll I actually it. have it. I'll have it here in just. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there. I don't. We'll wanna, get there. I don't want to say it wrong. All right. Well, uh, let's uh let's uh always feature fans on this first. First on this show, we always will, and uh, you can get involved just like that. Join the Facebook group. Reach out at mostlysuperheroes.com or give us a call. With that, let's talk about some news. News and rumors. Couple things in the news world. A couple quick things, and then we're gonna focus actually on Shang Chi for the majority of the news today. But first up, real quick. Just talked about this one. This came from Brandon Davis on Twitter. He works over at comicbook.com, does a great job. Brandon Davis BD, you can go follow him. Captain America 4 confirmed is moving forward. Anthony Mackie just closed the deal to star. It will likely begin filming next summer. Really exciting to hear this. Super quick and easy. I see you, Andy, starting to smile. Pretty exciting, huh? Yes. Captain America He secured 4. the bag. He He's secured in. the bag. Met a boy. And Anthony. you know, you know Bucky's gonna be in there. We don't know anything else about this movie, but we know that's going to be starting and that's officially happening. Uh, you can get the link to that tweet in today's episode description, and uh, you can go check out that article at comicbook.com. Really excited to hear about uh, that movie coming up. Next up, also from Twitter, we have been teasing this out the last couple weeks, kind of keeping in track of any delays that were coming up. And I'll say, unfortunately, just because it sucks anytime a movie gets delayed, Venom Let There Be Carnage. This comes straight from their Twitter. You can follow them at Venom Movie. Venom vs. Carnage, the face-off begins exclusively in movie theaters October 15th. Venom, let there be carnage. So this is actually pushed back from September 24th, I believe, and now we're in October. Have you guys heard this yet? Mm. They, there was two dates I think they were playing with, like this date and even back like in January. So right so, now it's October so for this is, now. So this is decent news. I mean, it's not awful. It's three weeks. It's three weeks, but you also have to wonder, will there be more? I mean, geez, I can't believe that we're here a year later after the first... The first part of the uh, pandemic, and here we are in a second round of delays again. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, but Venom, of all the movies that get pushed back, I'm not losing sleep over this one. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Still I was, excited for it. Still excited. I mean, that this for the YouTube viewers, this poster that we're looking at. It's pretty sweet. I, I don't think I've seen this one, but that looks amazing, except for the fact it looks like they're kind of kind of about to tongue kiss but yeah it looks like they're like tonguing each other like if you didn't know what venom was and you saw this poster <laughs> you'd be like what is that are they <laughs> in love yeah this is, a, this, is a, this is a weird love story about aliens i'm about to eat your face <laughs> uh venom let there be carnage push back october 15th we'll keep you posted if there's any more uh delays on that one and next up this actually came from our boy scotty as well in the facebook group shared some new posters for the new movie mcu film shang chi Got a couple in here. If you're watching us on YouTube, watching us on Facebook, you can see these. These look pretty sick. Had a couple new posters come uh, officially from Marvel Studios. Thanks, Scott, for sharing those. You see Scott wearing some merch there. If you ever want to buy something mostly superheroes on it, you can. It's at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. 
And then in the news world, coming from comicbook.com, we'll have this description in our uh, episode as well, Marvel Shang-Chi. This comes out of comic book. Jamie Lovett over there announces early IMAX screening. So there was a big screening this week. Brandon Davis from comic book got to go see this thing early. And there was a big premiere event just this past Monday. And they've announced that there's going to be some lucky fans in about 25 markets that'll get to go see this thing early. Now, I, I even contemplated bringing this up after my failure of see, not seeing the Suicide Squad. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to make sure that we let our fans know about this and held, you know. Maybe I'll try again. Maybe I'll try to go see this thing. I don't even know if St. Louis is one of the markets. Or if somebody I, I gets there. Let us know in the group or let us know and mm. kind of give us a review and get us some tickets. Call. Yeah, and get it yeah, get us some tickets. We'll get there early. Get there early. <laughs> and hold a seat for you. Don't spend too much time at, at the, the movie theater bar. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go straight to the line and get in and get in. Um and then there's actually some drama around this. It it was quickly kind of fizzled out with Kevin Feige. He jumped in and helped, but apparently Bob Chapek, this came out of an article from USA Today, that apparently he was there was a tweet he put out about Shang-Chi being an experiment. Here's what he said. On Shang-Chi, we think it's actually going to be an interesting experiment for us because it's only got a 45-day window for us. Chapek said, so the prospect of being able to make take a Marvel title to the service after going to theatrical for 45 days will be yet another data point to inform our actions going forward for our titles. It's not even that bad of a tweet. It's not no. a, a bad thought, but it, I will say, in terms of like, People that are looking at his Twitter, it's not the most exciting tweet. It's just more of like a cold data. You know, he's the CEO of a company, though. He's kind of thinking about like, this is an experiment. Um, I don't know if you had heard this. Shang-Chi, it's, <laughs> guess what? It's only going to theaters. Yeah. Be- be- I mean, why? Come on. The Black Widow deal. I mean, that had to be why, right? Black Widow, the, the lawsuit with Scarlett Johansson yeah. over releasing on Disney Plus, the same as the theater. I have to think that's what happened. Even though I don't think that tweet was that bad, Kevin Feige jumped in and said he didn't either. I'm going to make sure I get his name right, Andy, because you said people have been saying it wrong. But the star of Shang-Chi, oh boy, here we go, Lou. <laughs> Lou is his last name, L-I-U. Simu. Simu Lou. Simu Lou previously tweeted out in response to Bob Chapek's comments. He said, we are not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that were that will persevere after an embattled year. We are the surprise. I'm fired the up to make history on September 3rd. Join us. Inject that into my effing veins. I mean, if that doesn't get you pumped up for this movie, this guy is fired up. But I feel like he's mad about like not mad, but he's defending his movie and I get he's passionate about it. But what the other guy's saying is, like, we're going to try this now. We tried Premiere Access with Black Widow. Clearly, it blew up in our faces. Now we're going to give you a theatrical run of 45 days, and then it's going to the streaming service. That's He's not talking, like, the movie itself is an experiment. It just happens to be this movie, I feel. Well, and especially when you take the the phrase, it's an experiment, out of context. Yeah. That can, that can feel offensive. And I could kind of see if my personal box off, so Scarlett Johansson style, if my personal box office was tied to this, mm-hmm. like I got a percentage of the box office. Yep. And I knew that it was going to Disney Plus in 45 days, maybe for free. If I'm a, if I have a family of five, yeah. I'm going to save the 70 bucks and not go to the movies and just wait. Just wait it out. Yeah. 
And I think that's what they're going to see. I mean, we're definitely we've talked about this when we did our review of Suicide Squad. Looking at the comparison, mm-hmm. especially when you do a you promote a movie really well. Yeah, the box office. I think you know what we say it was a. Uh, around 30 to 40 million in the US, but we found out that they had around 80 million. You know, we did the ballpark, 2.3 million viewers mm-hmm. on HBO Max. Like people are showing up on their TVs to see this and I feel like this is another experiment. So you're totally right, Mike, and also again, Kevin Feige spoke out about this. He kind of defused the situation. Talking about Simu Lu, he said he is not a shy man. <laughs> I think him in that in particular tweet, you can see and I think everyone does, a misunderstanding. It was not the intention. I agree. And I totally agree. Yep. Uh, really appreciate the help from USA Today and comicbook.com with the help of the news today. Either way, Shang-Chi's out there. Early screenings are happening. Check your markets. And either way, we're going to be seeing this thing September 3rd. Can't wait. Or earlier. Or earlier. Who knows? All right, let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching? This is where we tell you what we're watching each and every week or reading, whatever you're looking at with your eyeballs. We want to hear about it. Tell us about it in the Facebook group. Write us into the show. Call our studio phone. You get featured right here during this segment. This week is just us, the fellas. First up on Netflix, I think this was yours, PC Mike, right? Tell us about Malice at the Palace. So Malice at the Palace is an incident that happened back in, I believe, 2004 against the Detroit Pistons and Indiana Pacers. Um, it w- turned into a fight that was on the court, but then fans started to throw things, and the players went into the stands and fought um, fans that were there, and basically a riot erupted. Mm. Um, fallout from this, Ron Artest, who's in the picture there, got suspended for the entire rest of the basketball season. Um, a couple other players got suspended for like 30 games and 25 games, and Indiana was the favorite to win the NBA championship that year, and they didn't do it because of all the games they missed and suspensions and things like that. But it was a real black eye for everybody. Um, but this documentary kind of shows the other side, um, shows that the Indiana Pacers weren't really – they were at fault for, yes, going in the stands, but – how they were provoked and all the things that were thrown at them and how they were treated. Reggie Miller, who's the greatest pacer of all time, was almost maced on the court by the the police officers when they got there because they didn't know who Reggie Miller was. And there was no police presence. Um, It was a blowout game. So all the fans from the upper deck came low. Mm -hmm. Um, People were throwing stuff. Uh, I mean, it was just a bad deal, but you really kind of feel for the pacers. I hate to say that towards the end um, because their story wasn't told and some people never really recovered and other people went to win championships, but those that were stuck in Indiana, they didn't win anything. Uh, The Pistons ended up going back to the NBA finals. They lost, they won the year before, Um, but really just a great look at this. I I've watched everything I thought I did could about this. Mm -hmm. If you're into sports, NBA must watch. It's an hour player interviews, Ron Artest, uh, Jermaine O'Neal, um, all the big people are there. Uh, Reggie Miller does interviews they, for this. They brought him back. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome. I mean, it's from 2004. If you have no idea what this is, take an hour and watch it. Um, but Do you have to be a sports fan to enjoy it? I don't think so. Like It's because there's, there's drama. So Yeah, there's drama, and you just see how it's kind of like how the media can turn on mm-hmm. something. And not necessarily, I know we're in the era of fake news, but – just the reporting right after the game was 
these players went into the stands. They caused this to happen when in reality people were throwing things. There it, wasn't security. A lot of provoked. Yeah. They are provoked. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andy, have you seen this? I haven't. I think I'm going to watch it because I remember this happening and being very disturbed by this whole scene of events. I mean, there's is... one There's one scene of guys on the court from the stands. Yeah. And he goes face-to-face with Ron Artest, and Ron Artest just squares you out and just go pop, pop. What Not year did this that. happen? 2004 or five. So we're in high school. Yeah. Because I do vaguely remember this, but, um, well, great review, Mike. I mean, like you said, sports fans definitely must. And then if you're just interested in media drama, it's an hour watch on Netflix. Pa- Malice at the Palace. I will be honest, you know, me not being a big NBA fan, it's one of those things that because of that review, I'm more likely to throw it on on a Sunday or something. Yeah. But it might take a while to get across my screen. You know, if you, I think that maybe a lot of non-big NBA sports fans probably feel similar, but I'm definitely more interested than just looking at the poster. Well, even me, like I was sitting there on a Sunday morning or something, and it's uh, like, man, do I, do I want to watch? I know about it. Like, yeah. I, I thought I knew everything. Like, I know what happened. Like, I know they got suspended. I know yada, yada, yada. But then I watched this, and you really get to see the other side. And it's crazy um, of all the stories and Steven Jackson telling stories and all that. I mean, if you're not a sports fan, you won't know those names, but – I would give it a. It's an hour worth an hour watch on Netflix. It's one of the better documentaries solo on Netflix that I've seen. Well, you know what I like about our rating system is like, yeah, we do factor in rewatchability, but I feel like we take that out when we talk about documentaries. I think you have to go ahead and give a rating because I think it's a good representation of how you feel. I'd say three point three. Three point three. Hell yeah! So you, uh, yeah, you enjoyed it. Malice at the Palace. Just a cool title. Yeah, I, I love it. Nice little rhyme. They Check pull, it out. They, the Pistons play at the Palace. I assume, palace well, I, I assumed. It wasn't like in a palace. <laughs> now, if it was in a real palace, I'd be watching <laughs> this right now. Um, all right, check it out. It's on Netflix. This next one I think you both seen. Andy, I'll let you kick us off because it was yours to begin with, and then Mike watched it, I think, like an hour ago. Uh, it's on Stars. It's starring Stephen Amell, who you might recognize as Oliver Queen from The Green Arrow on CW. Also from SummerSlam maybe five years ago where he wrestled. Which is more relevant to this. We're talking about heels on stars. Andy, give us a spoiler-free review of this thing. For sure. Uh, So this takes place in a small town in Georgia, right? Yeah, fill in the blanks if I miss anything. Yeah, you guys uh, double-team it. Two brothers. Jack Jack (laughs) and Ace. Tag team it. Yes. (laughs) All right, I'll tag you in shortly. Um, So, yeah, two brothers in... uh, Small town in Georgia. They're like a independent like wrestling company that started by their dad. Um, they are one is let's see, Ace is the 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 one on the right, right? Ace is the the face. I think that so. makes sense. Yeah. Um, sounds fa- like it sounds like names don't in wrestling. Really... Face face means like a good guy. Oh, gotcha. So, um, oh shit, I don't. Ace, I definitely don't speak the Ace and Jack Spade. That's that's these two guys. They're brothers in real in real life. So, um, Jack Spade is uh, Stephen Amell's character. He is the heel, um, and heel the, cur- the, the current current champion. The yeah. villain, yeah. If you're a heel, you're a bad guy. You're the bad guy in the match. Yes. Big thing is sometimes oh. they like switch the face, switch sides. Big things happen, and they become lead up, lead up yeah. switch from one to the other, make a big turn, yeah. things like that. So, um, but yeah, spoiler free. Um, basically, it's a movie. No, uh, it's, no, it's a show. TV show. It's a show. Oh, yeah, this is the first episode premiere. Look at me, I know nothing. Okay, we got you. Thank um, you. I, I kind of want you to watch some of it to see what a non wrestling fan would sure. think of the show. To okay. be honest, okay. So, because I don't know if I'm just like sucked in because I love wrestling, but so wrestling fans are going to watch heels 
It's on Stars too. But did you know if you have Amazon Prime, Stars is with Amazon Prime. Is that true? Yes, I watched I'll, it today. Well, here's the thing. I'll test it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, see, how many episodes you seen? There's one. only one so far. It premiered on Sunday, so mm. you see a little bit of a uh, drama in and out of the ring. Um, there's a big event that happens at the end that I can't say much about, but yeah, basically, yeah. one of one of the characters is basically getting picked off to work for a by a recruiter to work for like a bigger bigger company. Okay. Um, and the rest of the people are kind of reacting to it. Yeah, there's bad blood. Mike. Did yeah. you uh did after the episode ended, you were thinking I can't wait for episode two, or did you how'd you feel? Yeah, definitely. I can't. I, I'm I'm pumped. I mean, I I love when shows premiere or premiere and air on Sundays. I don't know why. Mm. I just love that. Just like especially gives me like Game of Thrones vibes. Like SummerSlam is this weekend. Also Saturday reminder. reminder. Thank you. And Sunday too. Is it two nope. days? Only just Saturday. Saturday. Sheesh. Who, how do you watch SummerSlam? Peacock. Of course. We'll be doing it. All right, PC Mike, what did you think of Heels since you just, I mean, you just saw it today based off after Andy's text. I mean, Heels, I was had low expectations going in because I was like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. Like, they're not going to do it well. Yeah. It's really cool. Like, the characters, the story they're telling is very cool. Um, they talk about kayfabe a lot, which kayfabe is staying true to your character no matter what. So, like, the most, one of the most popular wrestlers of all time, The Undertaker, would not break kayfabe. He would be the undertaker from when he was up to when he went to bed in public. Okay? Okay. He, The older brother, Stephen Amell, in this series, and he's trying to kind of teach his younger brother the ways of kayfabe to grow the business. You're not just growing yourself, you're growing the business. Yep. And his younger brother's kind of a hot shot and doesn't think that he should listen to that. Um, he's the face, so the face of the company. He has all the power behind him. Um, but his brother is what they call a booker. So he books the matches and writes the matches, and they're not seen eye to eye. And, I mean, the tagline says it best, brother versus brother, hero versus heel. And that's how it's going to be, I think, throughout the season. And do we know how many episodes this will be? On Wikipedia, there's only five listed right now, but I don't think it can be that short. I mean, it could be like one of those limited series like HBO does. I mean, if it says five on Wikipedia, usually they at least have a pretty good, I mean, Wikipedia, like who am I saying? Like, um all right, obviously you guys are talking to me because I'm not like a wrestling fan, so you're like, go give this a shot. Is this for wrestler wrestling fans only, do you think? Or is this really for like trying to get new fans into wrestling? Does it even really matter if you're a fan of wrestling? I, I feel like non-wrestling fans would be kind of confused by it. I think you'd be a little confused. I mean, the title's heels, and I didn't even know that that's what that meant. Yeah, yeah. you think it's like a woman's like clothing show or something like I that. I think it helps if you're a wrestling fan, but you don't <laughs> have heels. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was like Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Two. Two. Yeah. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think it helps if you're a wrestling fan, but I don't think you have to be. Okay. Because they do a decent job of explaining what kayfabe is. Like, they go to church, and one of the daughters is like, kayfabe? And they're like, well, well, it's kayfabe. Like, to give people okay. and then, kind of an and insight. Yeah. They do a little bit of exposition yeah. to help you out. Yeah. Okay, so Heels just premiered. It's on Stars. You guys are obviously going to watch it through. Yes. And I, I think, I know we talk about this all the time. We get confused with streaming services and all of that. I believe if you have Amazon Prime, you have stars connected to it somehow. Because I watched through my Amazon Prime. I had a stars tab. I clicked it. I watched it. Now, am I going to get charged? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is this like, but, is this like the, when you hit the, accidentally hit the order button yeah. and you're paying extra? Okay. Heels on stars. Maybe stars via Amazon Prime. I'm happy to test that out, too, just because I'm curious now. Um, but you can definitely see it on stars. This is maybe like, we. Just, I just had that stars 
trial too and it's over but <laughs> we can get back in there if i have amazon maybe that'll be it you guys will watch it keep us posted on how it's going and then we'll find out how many episodes it actually has but right now it looks like they've got five slated and we'll keep you posted on how it goes it'll be circling back around andy we've already talked about this show it's got a second season on netflix it's called outer banks we already talked about kind of what it's about and the premise you just finished season two correct yes i just want you to be plain and simple right now does anyone need to watch this show yes Okay. <laughs> Have you finished it yet, Mike? Can't. Where, where are you? Can't even finish it. I'm on episode three. It oh is, man. Dude. I mean, let's do this. We've never done this. <laughs> you convince us to watch this, and I will try to sway the other way. And don't tell us the story. Just tell us, like, what okay. about it? Like, why do why people need to watch this? Show? I I was on the edge of my seat for the majority of the show. If you can look past, like. The CW-ish type, like, like I don't even know what to call that. Like the the vibe that it gives off sometimes of just like, like teen, stupid teeny teen, bopper shit, yeah, where it's like, bopper, yeah. And then also like, also people are like, people that die and then somehow are coming back to life. Is that where is that where you what you got pissed three, about? I was like, I, can't, I knew I it. I can't do this. I knew it. So it gets weird. There's a character that no, it just that you, you better give like, a spoiler alert if it's like spoilery. Yeah, I, I mean this happens more. I mean. People I, almost die multiple right, times, so it's not really semi, a spoiler. Yeah, because it's like a war between people-ish. Semi-spoiler. I'm not going to say characters' names. Okay. A character gets shot. Okay. They rush this said character. I almost said like he or she. They rush this said character to a doctor. Okay. She's on... Crap. The character is on... <laughs> <laughs> the char- spoiler alert. Fine. The character's on the gurney. Okay. Dead. Okay. Minutes. Long. I mean, they do CPR. The guy's crying. I mean, the person's crying. The doctor. The person that's alive in there. The doctor leaves the room. Oh, God. And he's like, I don't know what to do. They have like a conversation for a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then just all of a and he still, he did CPR for a little bit. And then all of a sudden you just hear, beep. Like the heartbeat. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, if you can look past the little things like that, like little things, the plot is still the plot is still good. I was like, like the, the overall end. story is still good. Yeah, I mean that 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 did tick me off. And there's another, there's going to be another scene, one in the last few episodes that that I bet you'll te- whenever if you do get there, I think you're going to end up texting me about it because you're going to know that it's exactly what I'm talking about right now. Are you going to pick this back up? I think it'll be one like if me and the lady are at home and there's nothing really on TV. Okay. She'll be like, do you want to watch Outer Banks? We'll be like, yeah, we can watch an episode. And then something crazy will happen. I'll be like, it's one of those me and her sit there and we'll look at each other and be like, are you serious? You're going to get sucked in, though. I know it. uh, Logan, I bet if you gave it a chance, you would would too, even if you started on season one. But it's hard. I'm getting, I'm getting, as I get, as, as time goes on, I'm getting pickier. And I'm saying, like, I'm more quickly getting to, like, where I'm like, if this isn't good, I just I mean, stop. you got to spend a day of your life watching this because there's two seasons of let's end it. Let's Let's end now. it with this one for now. First of all, fans, tell us about this show if you're watching it because obviously there's, like, some, divert, some difference in how people feel about it. Andy, I just want you to rate it. S- season rate two, it. well, I guess you could rate the series overall so far. Yeah, yeah I can do that. 3.2. Wow. I feel like you inflated it. I may have. <laughs> just, I may just have. To us, like, just to get us to watch like 4.0. Outer Banks, yeah. best show ever. My I favorite show. We, it finally just went over. I think you should leave. Oh, God, no. Never. 
how season two go? Is it over? Yeah. They oh, that was like it's a all one at and once. done. Yeah, it's all at once. I've, I would estimate I've watched season two of I Think You Should oh, Leave yeah. 10 times now. But, yeah, over and over. Have we um, talked about this, what it does on my Netflix? Have yeah, we talked about that? It, it like brings you to season one? Yeah. It's I, don't wrong, know, I don't know how to fix it. It's one of those shows on Netflix that is listed in just the wrong order. There's like many. No, sh- there's it's not even, it does not listed that way. You'll just be list, like watching season two and it finish an episode and it'll like, like skip right to an episode in season one. I don't know if they're trying to get people to watch. Maybe like that's interesting because I see why it does it because it's done that to me and it's the old man knocking on the window <laughs> on episode one, season Garfield. one, and I stop the episode and I go back to season two. But then I think maybe Netflix and its minds like, oh, where he left yeah. off is season one. You know what I mean? I should know, know mean. better. Okay. All right. I think you should leave. We know you love it, Andy. Yeah. Outer Banks, you also love it. You have a 3.2. Fan, listen us, listener, let us know if you're watching it, and maybe we'll talk about it again. Maybe PC Mike will pick it up. Maybe I'll just get curious enough to where I hit play one day. I'm going to move it to like a 3.0. I, you're a 3.0? Right. I, I inflated. Just because we were putting pressure on you. Yeah. All right. We have uh, one more. It's from me. 3.0 is probably fair. I have been watching this with Carrie. Carrie's started this show. I was kind of verdict was out for me because I hate reality television like i really do try to give it even though every time you watch something reality tv you usually get kind of you it'll suck you in this is actually a good one this is one that's different it's on hbo max and it's called f boy island f-b-o-y island new reality series it started streaming this summer and i think that we have like a couple left we haven't even finished it yet nikki glazer the comedian is the host of the show oh i love her and yeah she's hilarious the premise and she's a is she St. Louis? I think yeah, she is. She is yeah. St. Louis. She yeah. Kirkwood. She is. St. Yeah, she was in St. Louis during the pandemic mm-hmm. on lockdown. I remember seeing her tweet she on Instagram. Back. She moved back. She was here. She's her, a local. Her and Andrew Collin. Do you follow him on Instagram? I don't follow him. He's a he's her opener, and he's pretty funny on Instagram. So yeah, Nikki Glaser, fellow St. Louis celebrity, and F Boy Island. Um, there's the premise. Three girls. They're on an island, obviously. Three girls. They're the like control group. They're the ones that are being sought after by a group of guys. I think it's like maybe 10 to 20 guys. And how this works is when the guys come onto the show, the premise is pretty simple. Try to get the girls. And there's also like a cash prize. Like it's bachelor style. If you're left, you get the girl. or maybe, And I think there might be some money on the table. And the, the, here's the catch. When you, they recruited these guys, they had to send in audition tapes. And they either classified themselves as an F-boy, meaning a person that lies and cheats and is just trying to rack up the notches on their belt and or you come in as a nice guy and you like and you you, if you're a nice guy you tell them why you tell them like i'm just really i've been looking for love like you're very honest i don't know if they like check references or anything but there's a lot of things they bring into the show to prove either side of it like so it's not just on your word they'll look at your social media and but no one knows who is who and each week there's an elimination of like, you know, okay, bring the girls in, the three girls, the, say there's 15 guys left, and there's an elimination round where, like, you know, someone goes home every week, or some week there's two guys that'll go home, and there's always the reveal of what you are, and you have to say it out loud in front of everybody. <laughs> and it is, it started off where I was like, I don't know, and now after three episodes, this is a real crazy show, a human experiment of, like, a real look at the people that are out there, is and it, it cringeworthy at points? Oh, it's cringeworthy. It's so It'll make also like for, I, I would like put my, anxiety, like your anxiety watching. I put myself like in the good guy category, and then like I don't know. There's just like 
some of these f boys are just like anything it takes they'll say anything it takes to get laid and it's just like about nikki glazier you know calling them out and then these girls trying to just find love you know these girls trying to find love of course f boy island hbo max i'm looking at your faces neither of you have seen this no no i've seen it advertised I know Nikki Glazer, and I feel like she's the perfect person for this type of show. Yeah, she's done comedy about. She yeah, she is yes. so raunchy about raunchy, and she's like talked about a lot about the guys that are out there right now. This is like a look at what's going on out there. <laughs> um, obviously, all these people like you're on a show called FBI Island. You're on HBO. You have like probably dreams of being a reality star already. Oh yeah, you can't dreams. ignore that. Like you, if you're on a show like this to begin with, you're not like a regular person, like an everyday person. <laughs> Um, all right, well, I'm going to definitely tell you guys, check it out. If anything, tell your ladies about it. Carrie was the one that was watching it, and I got sucked in. We were interested. You're you're actually in I, on it? I love it. Okay. I, I mean, I don't want to be like this, but reality TV I hate season. It. No, it's picking up at our household. Oh, what are you guys watching? <laughs> uh, Below Deck. Of course. Always. My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Is that one? That sounds like a title of uh, for reality TV show. That's for on sure. Tuesdays. We watch that. Doctor Pimple Popper, of course, is always on. Love that one. This possibly. This one. I mean, this is the on Challenge. H- the Challenge on MTV. So F- Solid. F Boy Island. I mean, it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Like this isn't even like you know Comedy Central or something weird. Like this is HBO. They can say. They don't have to say F Boy. They can say. They can say it. But we won't. But we'll keep we, our PG thirteen. We, we are not F boys, so we will <laughs> keep it nice and wholesome in here. No, we got our ladies. They they know this image comes out of some screen rant. HBO Max, F Boy Island. Feel free to check it out. We listen to our ladies' podcast because they have a secret podcast, and they're like, man, our guys are nice guys. They're F boys. <laughs> That'd be awesome <laughs> if they had a secret <laughs> podcast that we just when we're recording here, they're recording somewhere else. Whoa. <laughs> how crap. Old, how, how crap. Old. Logan moved back the time, girls. We got to meet a little later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got this great brand new show called F Boy Island. Uh, check it out, and uh, yeah, that's what what you watching. Um, to wrap up, what you watching today? We did this last week. We're kind of sneaking these in this summer. We have a MCU series to talk about. Let's talk about it right now. This is Marvel MCU title released order number twenty eight. We're on episode two of this show called What If. We learned about this one last week. We saw What If Peggy Carter was the first Avenger. It was lukewarm. We didn't feel that great about it this week. A very special episode, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? We're talking about T'Challa, the Black Panther, you know him from the MCU, and yes, indeed, this is Chadwick Boseman. His voice just sounded good. Oh, he, man. It was, it was really, it was strange yeah. and special to hear him back again in the MCU as that character. Um, and man, I'm just going to say it right out of the gate. This thing, first of all, this image comes at us from Sports Kita here. Um, really nice shot here, Chadwick and Chadwick T'Challa as Star Lord. And I want to go around the room and see what happened. I want to talk about the story. This one, I'm gonna say off the bat, I had so much more fun than the first one. This is a wild ride. I can't wait to talk about the story a little bit. Andy, I'll look at you. How'd you feel about this one compared to the first one? Loved it. Probably twice as good, honestly. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, we didn't. We should, should maybe do week by week ratings on these. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because they're independent yeah. stories. All right, what would you rate what if Peggy Carter became the first Avenger? Let's do it real quick. Round table. 2.3. Ditto. <laughs> That's around a 2.3. 2.2. 2. Yeah. All right, what would we give this one? 3.2. What about you? Probably 3.0. 3.1. 
<laughs> all right, let's wrap up the show. That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, all right. So you enjoyed it, PC Mike? How'd you feel about this? I one? enjoyed Obviously, it. Obviously, I like getting your rating out of the way. I still felt like it was a little choppy. A little bit. Um, a little choppy here and there, and some things weren't. Some things like I don't know, just kind of like thrown in a quick. It was too quick for this one. Yeah, we know we talked about Peggy Carter being quick, but this one even, I thought there could have been so many more layers to this one. Yeah, but I mean overall, I like seeing the characters. I like seeing Thanos in a different light. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just talk about the yeah. story of this one. Oh, so, yeah. all right, what if? All right, so this is a big like what if because like all right, in Guardians of the Galaxy, what happens is a young, it's Chris Pratt. Um, what's his name? I just blanked. Star Lord. Yeah, but what's his name in the? It's uh, Peter, Peter Quill. Quill. Peter Quill. Peter. Duh. That's your. I mean, you that's my guy. It's my guy. I got his jacket around here. Um, the they he's. Taken from Earth, if you, you know, spoiler alert for all the MCU, he's taken from Earth because Yondu, played by Michael Rooker, picks him up because he's hired by Ego, a celestial god played by Kurt Russell. It's his half-god son, Peter Quill, he, and that was the whole reason he got picked up. Did this, he pick up the wrong one? This, I guess I kind of missed that This part. is why, this was this is the biggest issue I have about What If, is about, like, how things change, and, like, so drastically. I mean, they picked up Peter Quill in Missouri in yeah. 1984, and in this because of what the difference is, Yondu sent someone else to go get this kid for him in this reality. Whereas in what they said, the Watcher, so if, just to reset the premise again, the Watcher is telling you stories of different uh, realities. The reason that this timeline was different was because Yondu, a blue-faced guy played by Michael Rooker, which that was him in the show. He was good. He was great. He delegated picking up this kid to two of his goons. Sean Gunn. Taser face. And Taser face comes back from Guardians 2. <laughs> Same voices. Craglin is the other guy's, is Sean Gunn's name, right? Craig, I, I think Craglin sounds Craglin, right. Craglin, yeah. Both of those guys were there. But you said 84 for Peter Quill, right? And it was 84 again, but. but I thought it said 88 well, on the screen. Whatever. It, something different on Whatever it was, I think the year was the same. Okay. And so what happened is a young T'Challa in Wakanda is with his dad, and his dad's telling him how, like, you don't see, need to see the rest of the world because Wakanda is shut off from the rest of the world, and a young T'Challa is like, but I want to go out there, Dad. And he runs out of the castle. It's like late at night. He's out in a field. He leaves the parameter, the protection of Wakanda. You got to get him out of there if you're going to be picked up because it's a giant fortress over the city. They pick him up, and that's it. And they tell him that Wakanda was destroyed. That was my other bigger thing. I was like, uh, T'Challa would go back. Mm-hmm. He would not be just staying gone. And what happens? He grows up. He becomes... T'Challa, Star-Lord, and we get the opening scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where Peter Quill, you know, he, in the, I feel like you, you have to do this. You have to, like, play a little comparison game to start. He, in the movie, is stealing the Power Stone and Ronan's goons, um, the main bald uh, black guy that comes in with the gun. I forget his name, but it was definitely the same voice. Same. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, who? That's what he says in the first one. And this one, he goes... Oh, you're Star-Lord. They know who he is because T'Challa as Star-Lord is a famous uh, warrior, basically like superhero in space. His whole thing is stealing from the rich, giving to the poor, and he is famous. They know him. And I'm already kind of losing the story a little bit. After that, you find out that him and Yondu, they're very close. They're Ravengers. Instead of like being bad guys, they're going around um, helping people. And we find out very quickly at a bar that they go to after they celebrate, like, getting this orb, you know. Oh, Thanos? <laughs> Just saying, yeah. Thanos. Oh, this is how good of a Star-Lord uh, T'Challa is. He just convinced him that he was doing it wrong. 
And Thanos, I mean, this is a funny recurring joke throughout the episode. You hear him explaining it to people and kind of like <laughs> trying to make it sound like it wasn't so bad. They're like, yeah, but that's basically genocide. genocide. He's right? like, no, because it's random. And yeah. it's, just, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's, it's random. Genocide's yeah. not that bad. No, because it's random. He's like, and, just like that. And that's Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah. He's in there. I saw Josh Brolin in the opening credits and I go, <gasps> you gasp. Oh, oh yeah. Audibly. I, yeah. I was, I mean, we and Carrie watched this at 7 a.m. <laughs> And I saw hey, get that. Up, get up, get I was up. like, Thanos is in this. I was like, this is going to be crazy, but not the Thanos I was expecting. No. Kind Drax. Of, no Drax. Snapping. That was not, not Dave Batista. Not Dave Batista. And he is not happy about it. Wasn't even asked. Nope. Well, supposedly, I was watching a YouTube video from Emergency Awesome today where they do, they do breakdowns of, the show, of each episode of all the Marvel shows. Uh huh. Um, probably best ones I've, I've ever heard by, beside our own. But um, nice. Anyways, uh, he said <laughs> something about. That it was his agent's fault, and he, there was miscommunication. I, I don't. I didn't literally look up any further info on that. I don't know how you screw that up. Yeah, because this mean, guy that played Drax wasn't bad, but I mean, you no. needed Dave Bautista in there. Yeah, it's um, like also, a one minute. What, what, he could have done that on like called in and said the line, and yeah. then be done. It's yeah, you can do it. It's so easily. Um, you also have Nebula in here with long blonde hair. Looks like a rocket. Um, <laughs> that was Karen Gillum. I'm gonna was guess it? because it sounded just yeah. like her. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm trying to think what happened. Like, there's a, some funny stuff that happens at that bar about them. Like, they're kind of recapping all of Star Lord, T'Challa, Star Lord's big adventures, mm-hmm. and a, like essentially what's happened here is he's a much much better version of this Star Lord than Peter Quill. He's a better criminal. He's like, like not a criminal. Yeah. I think is what happened. He's like this, like Robin Hood. He's basically Robin Hood criminal. Yeah, steal from the rich, give to the poor. And the big story here is uh, okay. They want to steal. This is where it got kind of like a weird mission. This is a weird mission. Using the Power Stone to save people, basically? Yeah, they're going to take the Power Stone to the Collector, who is played by Benicio Del Toro, Mm -hmm. which that was him. His name is in the credits. And in the other movies, Guardians of the Galaxy, he's kind of like a... He's just a nobody. He's just a collector. He's He's on nowhere, that celestial being's head. He's just a guy that collects stuff. In this... He's the, the new big Thanos. Bad. Yeah, the he's big the big bad. bad guy. And he's buff and he's like giant. He's got, he's got everything. He's cool got thing. he's got all of it. And the plan is take the orb there, fake a trade, and then steal this root that can essentially make a dying planet into a thriving planet. Right? Yeah. And while they're there, a lot happens. One, we see Howard the Duck again. It was he the was planet cool. it was a planet of yep. the, the pink pink people. The pink people. Pink, yeah, the so it's the girl that was at the collector with yeah, the collector, his and then assistant. also in that was her. That Guardians, was her voice. Yeah, in Guardians, um, when Peter Quill is goes back to a ship after stealing it, and there's the the pink girl in there mm-hmm. that she just like pops up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot you were in there." Yeah, that he was clearly just, you know, getting his getting it on with. Oh know? yeah, oh yeah. From uh, in the, in the first like ten yeah. minutes of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, yeah. when she's in the ship. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I well, can't remember what their well, planet the, is. Well, the it's, pink I'm girl in nowhere, the pink girl in nowhere, she's like Benicia. She's the collector's like assistant. They yeah. like they like brought her back, and then they have the they end up getting caught pretty quickly. You know this like right away. Like I'm already having so much fun. Like this is exactly what I said. Why this one would be better than uh, the first episode is because it's in space. And man, so many actors came back for this episode. They did. They had a lot of people come in and from Guardians. I wonder one and two. if they kind of came back because Chadwick Boseman. Pass, you right. know, kind of like maybe, be, yeah. like could hey, be. we need to 
do this. Yeah. yeah. And well, you know. we, don't we know that he's in like three more episodes? Mm-hmm. I think so. Which is awesome. Um, at, at the same time, I was like, this character is just, you can tell like he's such a good person and like such a, that's such a good representation of like Chadwick Boseman in real life on screen. So, Cause he, like, this cause... is kind of a great like ending for him. Cause I, I, as far as I know, this is his last thing that's going to be released. Yeah. And it's what everyone knows him for. So yeah. Being that character, it's like, he's still black Panther, but he's now he's wearing a star lowered helmet helmet, you know? Yeah. It's, he still has his garb kind of, he does. And he has the necklace on still. Um, and while he's at the collector's place, he finds an old ship because what his family had done was they had sent out like recon vehicles into space. They like, they were like, you know what? We'll look everywhere. Cause it's Wakanda. They can do this. Gets, finds a ship. His like his necklace activates it. Uh, Nebula had a big fake plan. Thanos and ne- uh, ends up being like a really good guy fighting off his old minions. All of which came back. It sounded like the voice actors mm-hmm. from infinity war. I think you're right. Um, like the main chick with the spear, you had the guy with the magic powers that like fought against Doctor Strange and Infinity War and against Spider Man, um, and like these guys are now working for the Collector. And I'm I'm gonna tell you, man, I got a couple of those Marvel chills a couple times. Like Thanos really fighting for Nebula. It was cool to see a version that like was nice, wasn't just like a bad dad. Yeah, yeah. Still, still wants genocide, but it's random. It's random. You- do you call it's them not like, like he's picking on people? Just random. <laughs> you no, call no, them no. It's random. The children of the collector, I guess. Now I don't know. The children of the collector. I like he's that. Who they were the children of Thanos, but it was, I, it was I hated them all even more in like art than on screen. Oh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, yes, cartoon in art. <laughs> yeah, drawn the drawn. I hated the drawn versions of them much more than the real life versions. For real. Let's talk about what the collector had. He had so many fun things. He had a Captain America shield, Hela's helmet, Hela's helmet, firing those. He's like the god of death, goddess of death. Um, he had he was he had all sorts of like tech on him. Yeah, and they they ended up beating him pretty quickly. And they had to. It's only a thirty minute show. Yeah, they did, and but like it ends with a big ending of them uh, going. I have the the winners uh, to uh, T'Challa, Thanos, um, T- Taserface, Nebula. They all go back to Wakanda and are welcomed home. And and uh, he even's like, "Well, why'd you take my boy?" Yeah, the end. He's like, he's like, uh, I was lost. I was lost. I was lost, and and he, he found me. me. And he found me. I was like, that's that's wow. Cool. He's still a good dad. And then it ends ends yeah. with. A look at Peter Quill at that Dairy Queen from the first movie, <laughs> and who's there? Kurt Russell, who that was him. I don't think that was Chris Pratt. I don't think he said anything. No, he I was just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kurt Russell's like, "Hey, son," and the watch, and somebody's like, "You know," and this might lead to the end of the world. Yeah. See you, Earth. Pretty good. I had a good time. I, I loved it. It was quick. It was it was in and out. It was I feel he is a little choppy. I also feel like the mouths talking yeah. are not lined up so great. Wouldn't it be wild if what if just like ended the timeline that we know? And like what if is what ended the and then the multiverse. Well I was I mean, thinking like what, what if, if? What, what I mean what's gonna happen with the show? I don't think anybody knows. Yeah. What if what if these are actually all like connected and there's going to be a story that it all leads to that it, that would be great shows have done this before shows that do kind of one-off stories and then they all end up playing a big role right like it all is kind of leading towards something i mean the first episode ended with peggy carter hooking up with nick fury like in the future in her future so it's like that's a setup immediately and it's like okay maybe these are coming together either way can't wait to see more of this character and more episodes this 
this one definitely gave me higher hopes. It was, better. It was way better. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for episode three. And they're quick and easy. I mean, yeah, they're fun watches. This one was a fun watch. Anything else that we're forgetting from this one? That was, that was pretty much it. It was pretty fun. We talked about Howard the Duck. Yep, yeah. we did. He was drinking a lot. You know who we didn't see in here who I would hope is we didn't see Gamora. Nope. Like we saw the rest? Well, we didn't see Rocket or Group, but like you wouldn't because they were always off on their own. Yeah. But Gamora, you would think that she'd be in there. Probably She's... see him in other episodes. That's what makes me think. Are they saving people for other episodes? And like, like if you see people in two different episodes doing two different things, then we had this. You'd budget, think it's different, a different like universes or multiverses or whatever. But like, if this is all the same within the same one, we could potentially see interaction between the episodes. Who knows who they could connect? I have no clue, but just yeah. just guessing. Maybe all right. they have some tricks up their sleeves. They might, and I can't wait to see what they do. Well, we'll watch it next week on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, these are coming out. Nine of them. That's two of them down. What if animated series on Disney Plus? If we didn't say that. Go check it out, and we'll be talking about the next one and the rest. You can find this in our MCU library at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. Listed there in our preferred preferred watch order with connections, ratings. Isolated clips where you can go in and you can watch our review of Iron Man. You can watch our review of the Infinity uh, Infinity War in game. All of them are in there, and we're talking about everything that's coming out this week, next week, and for the next. I mean, how many more years, Andy? Are they going to keep making MCU stuff? I mean, ever, forever. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, they got like twenty more to go, and we're going to be talking about all of it. Go check it out, mostlysuperheroes.com. Before we get to the meat. Switching universes, going over to DC, talking about Titans. It premiered season three on HBO Max. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, podcast listeners. This is Chris Holsey. I'm the host of the new true crime podcast, Small Town Forgotten. In the first season, I focus on a very personal cold case. 31 years ago, my family member, Jimmy Wade Martin, was murdered in front of multiple witnesses in Bonterre, Missouri. A murder weapon was found and a man confessed, and yet there have been no convictions and no justice for Jimmy Wade's twin daughters. You can listen to Small Town Forgotten directly from our website, smalltownforgotten.com, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. Here with PC Mike, the giggler. It is time for the meat, the chunk, the sizzle. That's why you came. It's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Very excited to talk about this DC title that just premiered on HBO Max. Let's set this thing up just a little bit. There were seasons one and two. It premiered on a network called DC Universe. HBO Max picked it up, brought it over. We're talking about Titans. Season three, it just premiered. Got this image up on our screen from Bleeding Cool. We appreciate it. Titans Season 3 just premiered on August 12th, and it is back. Three episodes, one, two, three, just like that. I don't know if they're going to do this every week. New episodes on Thursday, but I can't wait to talk about these first three. I mean, my gosh, what a show. First two seasons, I think we can all agree. Kind of hard to get through, a little lukewarm. Like, Can I just say this? Can we all look at each other? Is this show back? Is it good? Is it like? Is it getting you pumped? Is it getting you jazzed? We, we got a Batman. We're in Gotham City. Spoiler alert for the episode right now. We're gonna bust it wide open and talk about how we feel. Let's talk about the story, how it's going. I just watched these one yes, the last one yesterday, two days before that. PC Mike, when did you watch these and how to go for you? I think I just stumbled. I didn't even know it was coming out this quick, and I think I just stumbled onto it last week, and I was like, whoa, 
hey, Titans is up. It's time. And uh, I watched season one and two, like you said, and lukewarm. Like, I didn't love it. I thought the character development was just kind of super slow. Mm -hmm. I didn't care about some of the characters and, like, the season one story I didn't care about really at all, and it took a long time for different things. Season three turned that on its head and pushed the gas, and the first three episodes in are the best three episodes they've had in this whole series. High five. I don't know it's close. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you. It's moving. It's looking good. I like. I think the episodes might be a little shorter, I'm thinking. Like 45 minutes, we I think we said something, something like, like that. Something like that. Forty minutes or so after you know you got credits in there. Andy, another big DC guy. Probably you know we love Batman on this show. We talk about it all the time. Um, and man, you talk about one of the biggest characters that we know you're ter- terrified of per your nickname. Opens right up with an episode one. How did this go? Um, you know we already know how the first two seasons went. We've talked about them a lot. How did the first three episodes of season three go for you? Man, I loved them. I think I feel like it's what. I've in my head, I felt like the first two seasons were just building towards something. And I think I'm hoping that this is it and it's going to just keep up this pace. Like, if this pace keeps up for the whole season, and there's, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some filler episodes here and there, but like, I, I expected episode three to be one because it was what was the title? Like, Hank and Dove. And I was Hank and Dove. Like, I didn't expect that to advance the plot, but phew, it did. We'll get there. But wow, I, I really, I like, I can't wait for the show. To come out on what tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow you for listen us. Listen to this; yeah. it'll be, it'll already be out. So, I hope that they can keep up that pace that they that they have for these past three because this this is some of the plot lines and things that I think a lot of the big DC fans have been waiting for. Yeah, the stuff that you want to see, the characters that they're bringing in, um, and let's just talk about season two, kind of how it wrapped up, so we can set up season three in these first three. So, the first two seasons, if you don't know, Titans, man, this is about Teen Titans. You ever watch the cartoon Teen Titans when you were a kid? I did. I loved it. This is the adult version. Even on DC Universe, it was, I don't know if it was R, but it was, you know, gory, cussing, a lot of F-bombs, a lot of blood. And the characters you're dealing with, you're going to know these names. You got Robin, you got, uh, who ends up being Nightwing by the end of season two after their big battle with Deathstroke. We already put that spoiler alert out there. You got Hank and Dove. Does Hank... Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Hawk Dove, and yeah. Dove. yeah. And it's Hank and I don't even know her name in the show. I always Dawn. Just, Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, I, I said it I said it wrong earlier. So you got Beast Boy coming back. He uh basically turns into a tiger, but the Beast Boy I remember could turn into anything. Gar. Gar. He can turn into the Beast Boy I knew could turn into like any animal. He turned into like a snake once, didn't he? He says that in the episode one or two where he's like, What's gonna be the encore to snake? So he's thinking yeah. about trying something else. Uh Raven. She's the dark witch character. She's got mystical powers. She's very heavily involved in the first season, pretty much in second season. Not in any of the first three episodes, but we know that she's going to be here. She's out doing some stuff. They keep talking about her. Yep. What is she out doing? Well, what's her name? Donna in this show. She is basically Wonder Woman's, like Wonder Woman Junior. I don't know what you call Junior when it's a girl. Do they have that? Do females have the Junior like we have? I mean, uh, I it's not a junior still, and right? Wonder Woman's know. not her mom. I don't think it's more the like second. it's like her aunt yeah. or something. Yeah, um, but no she clue. she has a lasso of the lasso of truth in the first couple seasons, and here's the big thing that happens to her: she dies, she gets electrocuted. Which I'm like, of all the ways to kill um, an Amazonian, <laughs> I just don't think that would do it. If I'm being honest, she put she held up against 
Who's in this? Connor Kent. Superboy. So cheesy in the first Your time boy. you see him. In, oh, yeah, absolutely. He even just wears that black T-shirt with the red <laughs> S on it. And then Starfire, the amnesia-ridden alien that we meet. <laughs> Dude, you are crushing the descriptions. <laughs> these are these are all the top of my head, too. I just remembered. I'm just finally going back through the first two seasons. I love her character. She's royalty from another alien planet. Doesn't really remember much. Then she finds out throughout season two that, hey, you were supposed to like go there and conquer, basically? Something like that. And they're like, her sister calls her at season two and is like, if you don't do what we say, we're going to come to you. And I think we're starting to see mm-hmm. some of that sink in in season three. Uh, who are we forgetting? Oh, new characters. Uh, first of all, we do have a Robin that is uh, Jason Todd. So you get you get two Robins in this show before season three. You get Jason Todd and Dick, Dick Grayson. Grayson. Yep. And then in this season three premiered a brand new character. If you're a DC fan, if you're a Batman fan, Barbara Gordon. It's the name of the first episode is the name of the first episode. And they're going full comic book on this thing. She's in the wheelchair. Exactly. Yep. Like she's had an accident from what? Fighting? The Joker shot her in one. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's what happened in this. Yeah, did they say that yet? I don't think I so. I was wondering no, how she, that was going to be. she did. She said how she ended up in the chair, That was though. the killing joke, right? Yeah. That that was, that's the comic. killing joke. And then this is uh, this episode one really should have been titled A Death in the Family, even though... Damn. It really wasn't. You know, we find out. So let's just open it up. Season yeah. one kicks off. Um, this is awesome. This, the first two seasons took place in like Detroit, and then Sacramento, San Francisco, uh, San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> one Close of them. Enough. One of the California. This one, they bring you back to Gotham. We're in Gotham City. Um, Bruce Wayne, Batman. He's been Batman for a long time, and he's out on a plane, and he gets a call from Jason Todd that says, "Hey, man, I found the Joker. The Joker's never been in this show before." And he's like, I locked him down. He's, I see him on the screen. He's at this carnival. Park, yeah, carnival. And he decides to go out there on his own. Before he does, he takes a little huff of some chemicals he's been making. This is Jason Todd we're talking about. And what happens? He gets there. Joker gets the, gets the slip on him, beats him to death with a crowbar. That might be straight out of the comics. I think it is. Death in the family, right? I think so. I've never read any a lot of DC comics. Like Maybe that Batman one that I brought on one day, but... I'm gonna maybe, mo- maybe I'll get in that DC comic plan. Yeah. Oh, the like the Marvel Unlimited. Do you they do? have that? I oh, you get, I think they do. Of course I they do. That one day. Of Sheesh. course they do. And I'm gonna kind of move through these quickly. You guys, I just want you to interrupt me because I'm kind of gonna. There's three episodes, so I don't want to like go frame by frame. But the big picture is this death of Jason Todd brings the Titans to Gotham. Dick comes to see Bruce. He's like, "Hey, man, are you okay?" The rest of the Titans come to help because what happens at the end of the first episode? Bruce Wayne finally breaks down after losing a Robin, and he goes to Arkham Asylum, and he kills the Joker. Did you guys see that coming? So much happened in the first three episodes that I forgot that that even happened. That was episode one. (laughs) That was the cliffhanger on episode one. He comes into the room where Dick Grayson's laying and drops the crowbar. And he says, be a better Batman than me. Yeah. Khaleesi. (laughs) <laughs> and he's gone for the rest of the episodes that we get. And he's out. Yep. Uh, that's episode one. And the episode two is, all right, we're the Titans. He brings them into Gotham, and they're going to help fight crime now because there's no Batman to help do it. Right? Not only that, Dick Grayson started to investigate Jason Todd's death. He's trying to look further into this. And we also learn that Hank is a security cop on a bicycle. Yes. <laughs> 
Did he have the sweet mustache too at this time? Sweet mustache, cop uh, mustache. Um, we also learn in this one that Raven, we mentioned she's not in these episodes. She's off. If you remember from season two, she said she was going to go basically try to bring back Donna to life, which I'm looking at this poster for Max, HBO Max. I mean, Donna's in it. So I, we can only assume she's going to be in these future episodes too. And you were, we were right on Death in a Family. Joker does beat Jason Todd with a crowbar, but he leaves him to die and explodes a warehouse. That's how he actually dies. That's how so he dies. So maybe I've seen that. Since he didn't explode cartoon. the warehouse. Well, and we find out in the episode two, the Titans come head to head with a villain with a red like skull looking thing. They don't know who it is they're fighting against him. Dick Grayson has a big fight scene as Nightwing. He's Nightwing now, he's not Robin anymore. That was the big ending of season two. And he crashes the skull the face mask open and who's behind it? Jason Todd. And he says, I'm not Jason Todd anymore. I'm Red Hood. And if you don't know who Red Hood is, I mean, from my knowledge of it, from watching Gotham on Fox, Red Hood gang was the gang that got Joker his start. It's where Joker started his career as the Red Hood. Now Jason Todd is this Red Hood villain fighting directly against the Titans, and that's the big cliffhanger in episode two. Boom. I'm really moving through it. Anything else I'm missing uh, no. so far? I think I think it's good hitting the big points, and then we can kind of talk about how we feel. Yeah, it sounds there's, good. There's two good cameos that we didn't really talk about yet in those first two. Hit it. Uh, Tim Drake in the first episode. Tim Drake. He'll be the new, presumably the new Robin. Oh, he's, he's the, the guy that's out there the delivering younger. food. The cops give him a hard time. He gives them free, like, yeah, food. I forgot what it was. What, it was like donuts or galoshes or... I don't remember. Some kind of city thing. Yeah, that's exactly what, what Mike said. That's uh, I was like, so who's this guy? And I assumed he was going to be one of the new Titans. Future team member, for sure. But Gotta Tim be. Drake, that's a Robin character? Yeah. yeah. That's like the third entity of Robin. So yeah. he'll be coming in. And then Jonathan Crane, who nope. oh. helps them. Scarecrow. Yeah. Played by, what's his name from Mad Men? He was Peter in Mad Men. Have you guys heard the stories about this guy, though? Please. Supposedly he was like... Super big piece of shit on on set and like will not be coming back. Oh really? And it oh. came out came out in the news like the the past few days. That's a shame because uh, his scarecrow version I really liked. You know they're going to getting help from him. He's pretty brilliant. He likes smoking weed. He just wants to smoke weed all the <laughs> He's time. Like, He's like just like, bring me weed and I'll help you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, thanks, Andy. Yeah, good on the cameos. Barbara Gordon. We learn a lot. You know, Dick says, "Hey, come help me with Bruce." There's this, there's like some reminiscing about them all working together. She calls him out about wanting to work with Robbins. And, oh, so, yeah, I was wrong about the end of episode one. That was the end of episode two, I think, when oh, that was episode one. Barbara Gordon goes in there, and that's when Bruce beat up, killed the Joker and left. Yeah. She's saying, like, you can't, you can't have any more Robbins, and he's already looking up new kids to recruit. Yeah. He, you know what I was wondering? I bet the names on that computer, Dick Grayson, remember he finds the file with all those people, and he calls out Bruce for recruiting new people already? Yeah. I was like, there are names next to it. And I was like, I bet if you read all those names, so there's some Easter eggs. Oh, I didn't too, think about that. Too deep cut for me. I might go. I might do that. <laughs> all right, episode three, man. Uh, we find out uh, Jason Todd is Red Hood. This episode at three is titled uh, Hank and Dove. Hawk and Dove? Hawk Hank. and Dove. And it's, it is. It's all around these guys. Um, but Hank the, and Dove, you're right. But the Titans, you know, coming off of finding out it's Jason, is, you know, we got to find him. Well, Jason beats him to it. He calls Hank directly on a private line. Hank says it from the get-go. We got to put him down. He's killing people. I mean, in episode two, 
that's when they blew up the bank. He blew up the bank with all the the hostages in it and the titans in it. And and Barbara's like, you cost me a lot here because she went on a limb for him. Getting some bad guy vibes from Barbara Gordon a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. It'd be weird, but what is, I mean, this show's got to wow us somehow. I mean. Yeah, for sure. There's got to be some twists and turns. Yeah. Um, and he lures Hank to a, a, a remote place, and I thought he was going to kill him right then and there. Mm-hmm. Same. He doesn't. Hank comes back to the Titan's Fortress in the Batcave. He does worse Bat somehow. Batcave is sweet, by the way. Batcave is perfect. It's like the Batcave I've... Like you want, like mm-hmm. like room to work. It's the bat cave <laughs> I wanted as a kid to play with my action figures. <laughs> yeah, your bat cave toys. My bat cave toys. Comes back with a bomb in his chest, and this bomb works pretty much like what you think. You can't move it, you can't touch it, and it counts down heartbeats. Good bomb. It's a good bomb. It's one of the best bombs ever made. Yep. And we find out. Let's skip some steps here. It's Wayne Enterprises tech. Thanks. This is obviously something at play with Red Hood taking. Shots at Wayne and Batman. Yep. And let's talk about Connor Kent, man. One of my favorite characters. This guy is half Superman, half Lex Luthor. He was born in a test tube and basically can work at super speed. He understands technology and he's trying to build the device that can fix this thing. All the meanwhile, Hank's just hanging out in a room trying to keep his heart rate down. Turns out Red, Red Hood, Jason Todd, it's pretty simple. He wants the Titans to go rob this truck, this armored truck with 50 gold bars in it or whatever. And it's like, it's a money thing. And Dick Grayson says it to him. He's like, if this is about money, you would have just taken it from like Bruce Wayne and left. <laughs> this is about something else. And, you know, you got him saying, we're not going to do that. Dove, the love of her life, about to die in this bed says, I'll go. But is it the love of her life? Yeah, they were. Well, they're on the outs. Yeah. But they reconcile. Yes. In the bed. Yes, they but, do. You're right. Now, but I mean, that. people always come close when. I think, her real love. Dick. Is Dick Grace. Well, especially now that Hank's out of the way. Yeah. But man, Alan Rickson, Richardson, Richardson. I can never think of his name. He played Aquaman in Smallville. He's already gone, and like it was sad. That was sad. That um, was, I I didn't think that was gonna happen. Well, let's talk about exactly what happened. So she robs the truck. She finds Jason Todd, Red Hood. He says, "There's the." key you need right there and he opens it up it's a gun and he goes all you gotta do is kill me and the detonator stop nightwing gets there and he says don't do this is another way it's a countdown he's got like 50 heartbeats left 40 heartbeats 30 connor kent he's almost there three percent two percent one percent almost done gets it with about six seconds left runs through wayne manor to get it up there and take this thing out of his chest and about halfway through she realizes she's out of time, and she says, I'll just kill him. She pulls the trigger. That was the detonator. Crazy spin. Boom. That just gave me chills. He, that was so good. He blows up. He blows up Wayne Manor, first of all. At least a wing. At least one wing. You're right. <laughs> yeah, not the did whole thing, probably. Did you guys even remotely see that coming? I, I, I did not. I did not. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, it was leading toward this. I mean, his heartbeat bomb is counting down the whole episode. I thought it was. So I'm like, he, he might die. I was like, he might die here. I but, thought it was a ploy to get something else to get something else. No, like, I don't mean seeing him die, but just like that she was going to pull the no, trigger. Was no, like, oh that was God, pretty intense. I knew there was something else at play because I was like, he doesn't want to die here. Yeah, and I thought it was like something else to do something else, like to get revenge other ways, but I did not think that he would give her the detonator 
and see if she's really good. And now he's dead. Hawk is gone. But, I mean, that's kind of what he learned from Batman being Robin all those years. You shouldn't kill. That's a lesson. Yeah. It's, there's your lesson. There's you your, shouldn't kill. What were you thinking? Yeah. Um, and honestly, man, you would have thought that the moment you heard in the your comms, you know, Gar's like, Connor's got it. He's got it. Just, like, hold up for one. Like, just, I mean, he only needed three more seconds. Really good, though, because obviously you can tell I really cared about it. Wild, crazy. That's the first three episodes. Roundtable. I've been talking around way too much. You crushed no, it. No, you crushed I'm it. I'm going like to Me props. and Andy were following you. Yeah, I saw you guys on your phone. I was hoping you would help me miss anything. No, well, let's uh, I think, let's I think the big parts you hit. Let's go to uh, let's go to PC Mike. What else you got, man? Uh, big parts, big thoughts, overall feelings of the first th- three. And I mean, do we know how many more there I think, are? I think there's just one going to be released on Thursdays. Okay, I think it's back to one. Okay, I would boo, assume that too, boo. probably. Um, yeah, boo! I like the three. But man, I think we made this call back when we knew that this was coming back out, probably in spring, and we said, hey. We didn't love seasons one and two, but when HBO gets a hold of this, now they have the HBO machine behind them. Maybe we're looking for some better things. And clearly, HBO taking this and doing whatever they did, it's a lot better. It's it's a world better. It is, and I feel like it is good. I did watch it with Carrie. She was like I told you guys, she was kind of struggling with it, mm-hmm. being like never even seeing the first two seasons. Maybe if you had, but like, who's gonna? What what non DC fan is going to go back and watch those? None. And so I thought maybe the season three might be a show that could pick up for non superhero non DC fans. I don't know if that's the case. I maybe, think this this is really a show for DC fans. Maybe we can I find agree. something like a quick ten minute YouTube thing. To and like we catch we up. we did that too. HBO Max even has a pretty cool video. Uh, if you look it up on YouTube from HBO Max's channel, um, they have a four minute recap where the cast of the show is retelling the first two seasons. That helps. And I do that on Netflix all the time whenever I like have no idea what happened in a prior season because it's been so long. It's been a long time. Yeah. Andy, what else did we miss? Did you, have, did you bring any show notes today? No, not at all. You just came in because this was like I feel like you just had a good time with this one. This I, was one that you probably didn't need much. We're for. just both raw dogging over here. <laughs> <laughs> raw dog and tag team on the DC Titans. Uh, what'd you think, man? What what else we got? Anything else that we're missing? Season. I mean, I mean episode Red, four. Episode Red Hood four. is. I think. I think what's maybe been missing is just a, a big bad that like we can all like relate to I feel like for this this series and like that's here now because it's someone that we knew that I mean Red Hood's a pretty iconic character in, in the DC world for sure like I I really enjoyed uh the under the Red Hood uh cartoon movie mm-hmm. if any everybody should watch that for ne- sure never saw it and maybe it might I think potentially spoil things it is it's probably I, on the DC hub on HBO it's, it definitely is um that was a good one what else Hey, what? Here's something I want to ask. What? So what? I someone talked to me about what's going on with Jason Todd, like what's going on with the chemicals he took. It, does he have a split personality? I read a little is bit he, of a spoiler. It, oh, we don't want that. It wasn't a spoiler. It was on Screen Rant. Oh, it's like a theory. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. The Theories are okay. Scarecrow turned him into Red Hood, and I guess that vapor maybe. I, when I saw that, I thought from... that because I was like, that's it. When I, I originally thought that was like Scarecrow's like. Vapor Lair or whatever. Well, I thought it was maybe more Joker related, but like, well, I don't know what that like. But what he says in the episode for the first episode, he says, "I'm not scared of anything anymore." Like this is like a tough guy serum, and obviously him getting yeah. beat by that crowbar, like he didn't die. I could also see. I mean, and did she, Bruce lie about burying him? Yeah. See, that's weird. He did. That's say, what I don't get. And yeah. Dick's 
bear dicks digging him up. up but like did did we see the end of that yeah nothing was there i don't think he did we see him like look at an empty grave i don't even remember we, i think we, we at least saw his face him digging is all and then I remember. we saw after like him looking in and being like it's not here yeah did bruce lie what else was bruce lied about did he even kill the joker yeah do we even know the joker's dead because how weird to kill that character before we even really got to see him mm-hmm. did so did we even see his face? I can't remember. No, the you just saw face? like the side the shadow back, it was of like, him. Yeah. And the like guy hanging like... up was a dead cop mm-hmm. that had been smiled, like Joker smiled. Like he had gassed him and made his face that weird smile. I don't think the Joker's gone. I don't think you can, quote unquote, kill him off 14 minutes into the whole his whole arc. And never ever meeting him before. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's got to be... They might not have licenses to, to show them a lot. I don't know with with what they're. I don't know with the, with the other universes that they're building. Like, do they want to have too much? I feel like they don't like to have crossover of of people playing different people like at the same time. Yeah, I know what you mean. I like, definitely know what you mean. I don't know. They did it on Gotham. Yeah. What they do on Gotham concurrently with Joker? Oh yeah, they had Joker. Yeah. Yeah, he was That's great. True. Kind of I mean, there wasn't really any other Jokers going around at that time, though. But well, I, I guess don't we don't know if there's any Jokers in the sure. in at this the point. Now. The climate that we're in is they don't care. They'll make different versions of everything at the same time. True. Multiverse. I mean, look, the Batman. I mean, the Snyder Cut. All this was happening. Like you know, it's all happening concurrently. Earth two. Yeah, Earth two. <laughs> um, I do like what they're doing with the Titans, with like being news facing, and they're not like they're kind of out in the open, and they talk to the press. And got some boys, like the boys kind of vibe to it a little bit. Didn't one of you guys say that on the on when we talked about the show leading up, or maybe it was off air that oh, like yeah. this is the I think Carrie said this. Like this might be like the competition for the boys. For the boys. Yeah. Cause that's on Amazon Prime. For the boys. Where's and, the hat? And look, they are killing and this isn't this is this is R rated. Don't we have a for the boys hat around here somewhere? Oh yeah. Oh, it's upstairs. I took it upstairs. Oh. I wore it on a trip recently. <laughs> uh all right, man. Uh any other predictions? Anything else that you guys want to like think about? I like what Mike said about the Jonathan Crane scarecrow being maybe behind it, but who knows? The more the more villains and stuff like that they can bring in, even if it's just for little Easter eggs here and there, we uh, we'll dig it for sure. I would love for them to just like I know the Batman movies are notorious for trying to because Batman has the best villains of any superhero. Mm-hmm. And they just try to squeeze so many of them in there. I really think it would be cool if this show like picked one villain, mm-hmm. and that season is that villain. Yeah, Scarecrow. Boom. It's like on. Here's like, Penguin. It's boom. like Gotham. Yeah, but Love better. That. Like make make it better. A lot better, and not so cookie cutter. Because mm-hmm. Gotham got really cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, where's this gonna go? I you know this show could have gone like many different ways. Three episodes in, I can't wait to see the rest. So I wore the shirt today. Is that their actual thing? Gotham City Rogues? That's from the Dark Knight. Mike knows. It's the football team. The football team where is uh, where Bane makes his entrance yep. to the city. Or Dark Knight Rises, yeah. It was actually the Steelers, too, so that's probably why Andy has it as well. Yeah, somebody, somebody bought this for me, a very well-timed gift a long time ago, and I, I busted it out. Same colors, too. All right, man, Titans, episodes one through three. They're on HBO Max. Go check them out. We'll be talking about this each week. New episodes of Titans every Thursday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, Sunday on Patreon, it's just sitting there waiting for you. Go hit play. 
I think that it's going to be one at a time based on what we've read. It would be cool if they did three. I liked how they did three. I like. I think it's a new thing. Do three. Mini binges. Why not? Like it, little mini movies. That was like a mini movie. Yeah. You can kind of bookend it. Like it had an ending. Yeah, and you, don't, great. and you don't feel so like, you know, one with like a big, this is a epic show, right? There's epic things happening. You watch one, you really are like, man, that's, I wish I had another one. Well, sometimes, I mean, I don't start shows because I'm like, man, I'm four seasons behind. Mm-hmm. This, if you're kind of taking this on like, oh, three releases one day. Okay, I can do that at night. That's an after work thing. Yeah, or at least, an I, you know half. what I did? I watched two, yeah. and then the next night I watched the last one, which even was cool. It was like, okay, I got this one more to watch. Yeah, two hours, like a movie. All right, man, uh, we'll keep talking about it. Titans on HBO Max, you can find this in our uh, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. That's our DCU library. Wanted to feature some uh, thoughts from people online to see what people think so far. I mean, this has 100% on the tomato meter. Are you serious? Yeah, but only an 89% audience score. Only? I know, right? <laughs> For superhero TV shows, only three. This is from earlier today. And then I did feature our group chat. Nice. <laughs> and I had to feature some of the feedback from you guys because this is right after you watched it. So I thought it was cool to bring <laughs> it in. I, you know, I told you guys the meat this week. Remember last week we were like, we don't know what the meat is. Yeah. We were just wrong. We, we just forgot about Titans. And Andy said, great idea. Just watched the third episode last night. Jesus. Michael, Mike says, uh, almost said your last name, much better than the first Two seasons, agreed. And then Andy, big statement here. If they keep up this pace, it's going to be better than any MCU show so far. Obviously. I stand by it. And Well, I think you're totally right. If they keep up this pace and it just keeps elevating up, we've seen four sh- MCU shows so far. I mean, it could definitely take the lead. Over Smallville, too. And then I thought it'd be funny to include this last... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I-, I thought it'd be funny to include this last text. I said, send me what you guys are watching. And you go... Sent yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops. Oops. <laughs> Getting some inside scoop there of the mostly men <laughs> group I love chat. how my photo. <laughs> it's you at the movie theaters. <laughs> you got Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Your holding it up like it's a prize or something. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. That's Titans. We'll keep talking about it. Go to mostofsuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. And with that, let's talk about what's coming up. All right, that was DC. Well, they'll be talking about Titans each and every week, but talking about the MCU, we got some things happening. Went too a little too far there. Here we go. Marvel Studios Phase Four. We're talking about what if every single week. We talked about two. We got seven to go. Shang Chi still set to come out September third. Talked about this earlier. Early screenings happening, maybe in your market. Just go check it out. Got that link to the article from ComicBook.com in today's description. And then uh, The Eternals is November 5th, so we still got a while to go, a couple months, but it's on the radar, and we got plenty of stuff happening. MCU Town, you can find all that at MostlySuperHeroes.com forward slash MCU. And again, Titans, of course, we're talking about it. And something new every single week on the show. We got new episodes on Monday, Sunday on Patreon, getting really heavily involved in the Mostly Superhero Squad. And I was sharing with you guys earlier, we're on Season 2. Season 3 will be 2022. We'll kick that off in January. That's basically how we'll do our seasons, one year, one season a year. And we just want you guys to know that we've uh, starting to put a list together. We're going to be making some major upgrades to the, sto- to the show, to the studio, um, upgrading equipment, getting a little soundproofing, more decorations. We're going to be uplighting, upgrading all of our merch. New styles, new looks, new pairs of clothing, and working on some pretty special projects for uh, us three. 
Nice. And for our very special fans, they'll be included in some stuff, too. I'm glad that you didn't say upgrading co-host. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's uh, impossible. I've been interviewing a couple replacements. It's really exciting. No, it's going to be awesome. We're, just, uh, it, you know, we're early in the year. We're only here in August, um, but we have big, big plans. We've decided that this show's not going anywhere. We're having too much fun. Uh, and we hope you guys are enjoying it. We appreciate the fans, the support. People keep in, keep on coming, keep on listening, checking us out online. And Mike, I wanted to ask you before we left, staying on the DC track, you had mentioned a video game that you had just played and beat. If you want to talk about it, yeah, I'm a nerd. Um, I just beat. I bought the Arkham Pack. Probably how many months ago? That was a long time ago. Like eight months. Might have ago. been a year ago. Yeah. Xbox. Right? Um, yeah. It was a, Xbox. What was that bundle? You got like a three game. I bought bundle. three games. I bought art. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. And I beat Arkham City last week. And now I'm playing Arkham Knight. And let me tell you, <laughs> Arkham Knight is a game and a half. You're Once ner- you start off with <laughs> Arkham Asylum from 2008 and you get all the way up to Arkham Knight, you're like, wow, video games in eight years changed a lot. Oh, but man. It, it's great stories. It's a great story. Like, and they all they all connect. Uh, yeah, a little oh, bit. See, but you can play them standalone. Well, yeah, but I mean that's exciting for me. That's the biggest appeal to me as like a non. I don't have a console. Mm-hmm. Thinking about sitting down and playing video games for a Batman story that just kind of keeps on going mm-hmm. is super intriguing. Those games look amazing. Yeah, and this it, one you finally get to drive the Batmobile. Oh man, so it's Batmobile. Ooh, I forgot about that one. It's Batmobile heavy though. Like yeah. that's probably one of the knocks. It's just. It's too Batmobile heavy. Um, there's so many side missions and things. Like people will post like finally got a hundred percent like four and a half years later. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people. Like I'll play the main story through and maybe a side mission or two, but it's just something for some downtime. And yeah. it's Batman, so I can nerd out a little bit. And you I mean, obviously you recommend people going back and playing these if they were thinking about it. Does this also have you looking on the horizon for the newer games that are coming out? Yeah, I mean that one big one's coming out. What is it? Gotham Knights Gotham next Knights. year. Gotham Knights. Not, not an exact date set, but it was supposed to be this year and was delayed. So, And there's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game that yeah. is supposed to come out next year as well. Yeah. Is that, so, is that like a campaign or is it like Mortal Kombat? That was that trailer we or got, like right? Campaign, Justice. I believe. Wasn't Good. that the trailer we got where they're like in the city and then like Superman shows up? The Suicide Squad yes. game, right? Yes. Way yes, back yes, when. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. Good call. <laughs> I don't know. Call me... I like campaigns better than like just injustice and injustice two, like just facing off. Same, I, like, I and and unless it's a shooter, like I'll play shooters. And normally, stuff. video games are not replayable replayable for me for like campaigns like that. Like it's just usually one and done. But the Batman one, I could do that every few years. You and, just, and I have I've probably played through each one. Like I forgot, twice. I forgot a lot because on Arkham Knight, I just played it to get through it because I like. Maybe I'll just, just come over one day. I mean, you guys both have these, right? So I can just play them at your guys' houses. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could, like, try it out. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie's listening. She's like, oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're a house without a console. I don't know if we need it. I don't know. Again, I don't know when I even find the time, but you guys get me intrigued every time you talk about it's it. It's fun. It really is. All right, let's sign this thing off. Wrap it another week. Andy, you got anything you want to say to the squad? No, I just want to say that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is an upcoming open-world action adventure shooter game. Just to wow. answer Mike's question. Where'd you get that from? That was Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> so I guess it's thanks, legit. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, developed by Rocksteady Studios, so that's, you know, they won't lead us astray. And how about a, a PC Mike sign-off? DC, keep pumping out stuff that's good. Because, I mean, <laughs> right? we're two for two in these last couple things you've pumped out. Oh, my God. And it God. has been a long time. <laughs>
You're so. not. Yeah, we got to give some props. We got the Suicide Squad. Now we're talking about a Titan show that we actually like. Are we living in a like simulation of like what if DC took over Marvel? Is that uh, what is hey, that what's hey, happening? I started saying that last week, and like I started to feel blasphemous right away. You cut me off. Now you're already thinking that maybe hey, yeah. if you put Suicide Squad score at 91 and then the 100. Last two things, like an average, like 95.5, 96. All right, let's do this. If you look at the last six months and you look at, you have the Snyder Cut, Suicide Squad, and now Titans. And then on the MCU side, you got Loki, WandaVision, the Falcon Winter Soldier. Now, what if? I mean, I feel like DC's like really taking it there when you just compare the last six months. Just the last uh, six months. Don't forget Black Widow. Oh, yeah. I didn't even say it. That's not good. Yeah, I know. I was. Um, it, it's in your tucked back in your release order that came out five years yeah, ago for, in your for, head. In my mind, it's very old. <laughs> <laughs> I think because DC was so bad for like seven years, and they've actually pumped out some good stuff. Like we're kind of like, I don't know. It might be fooling us a little bit how good it is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just but a little bit, maybe but. a little bit. It might be, but I don't know. I don't feel the same bias I felt like with Wandavision. Remember, like how much we were nerding out, yeah. and, like looking up stuff. Like, but I feel Falcon- like I'm more like level headed nowadays. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of killed that vibe for me. I guess the ending of Wandavision when we didn't get the big cameos and stuff like that kind of killed it. But. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch all those. I think yeah. and with the new with the new eyes we're looking at. But either way, great time to have a podcast called Mostly Superheroes. Yeah, and the first half. What we're watching, we didn't even talk about superhero stuff because it's mostly. Yeah, it was. And we were just, we we're like, all right, movies coming in eight months. And now we got multiple things coming out every week. And we're going to keep doing it, man. Here in the basement, St. Louis, Missouri, having way too much fun and really wouldn't be here without you listening, without you watching and hitting that subscribe button and telling your friends and your family about us. We thank you. We appreciate you. And thanks for supporting your favorite independent podcast out there. We'll see you next week. Take it easy.